me and Jen were driving around the other day like we do, because we, in theory, like each other. And we were talking about... I, I'm not sure how exactly it came up. I was joking with someone, I think it was Alex, about how... Compared to most other tech startup companies, something Wicked Studios has like a weirdly diverse um, racial blend, and we even so, have a girl. So it's like, yeah, we're ahead of the curve compared to most YouTubing groups out there, or tech companies, or Google apparently. Oh uh, yeah, this is what diversity looks like. I, small scoop, but it was one of these things where I'm like, oh, she's like, I'm not as it does with this an escalator from it's like yeah we got a native la person who's mexican we have a woman who's also asian we have jeff who's the representative from the undead because he's that pale <laughs> and we both just stop for a second and i go holy shit is jeff a vampire he doesn't <laughs> like the sun he is awfully pale you only just cut on to my vampirism. Uh, it's, so it's, we've decided. It's up. So we've decided. I mean, we, the signs were there. I sleep in a coffin. I have to wear SPF one thousand. All uh, of these jokes were fangs. made. All of these jokes were made. And we're like, holy shit! Have I just known a living dead person for the last like decade of my life and didn't realize it somehow? Like, <laughs> have I been chilling with a zombie and not realized it? Is he aware he's a zombie? And eventually, it just to are the Irish aware they're an entire culture of zombies? <laughs> uh, considering my family actually has black Irish in it, not all of them are. No, but think about it. Like, but, alcohol is used to preserve things. That's why the Irish invented whiskey, so they could preserve their slowly decaying bodies, because they're all zombies. Oh yeah, that, this is exactly why the Dropkick Murphys say that she can really hold her formaldehyde. Yes, exactly. No, it all makes sense, finally. <laughs> Everything uh, makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you figured out my secret finally. I, so we're in the car, just dying over this. Like it's, it's. I need to know though. Why are I seem to be a topic of you and Jen's conversations an awful lot? She's worried about you. You're in New Hampshire. You're alone. You're dating a Sriracha bottle. You're apparently undead now. So <laughs> it's a very attractive Sriracha bottle. I, <laughs> Her taller sister's at your place. Yes, she is. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that, like, for ten solid minutes, we were just dying over the fact that it was like, it's like, so if there was a council, we'd have, like, so a big Alex representative, the happy people, Charlie representative, the frozen north bitter people, Jen of the, of the kingdom of the rising sun or something. I'm sure I got more Nord in me than you do. <laughs> What? And then you have Jeff. I'm Swedish. <laughs> then you have Jeff, representative of the undead. And I'm like, but imagine if Jeff really was that. He'd be like, guys, I'm not a zombie. Yes, you are, pale one. No, seriously, I'm just really white. Not everything super white is undead. Shut up, Jeff. We've made peace with this already. You're obviously a zombie. We're cool with it. What do you in the undead kingdom want from this peace summit? To, to be allowed to represent the people I'm actually part of, the the Irish, the, the the kind of parts of Europe. Shut up! Parts of Europe are undead. We already established this. <laughs> and just for ten minutes, it was, holy crap, Jeff is the representative for the undead. This needs to somehow be related to Jeff. And I wish I'd recorded the exact conversation because I've missed all of the nuances of like identifying you were undead, followed by like you in some bar where it's like, hey, babe, you've been with a zombie ever? You're just Irish. Apparently, the Irish are zombies now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Legally, we're zombies now. I just thought I should share that with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things like uh, either Space Dandy, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Turns out there's tax breaks for being dead. Yep. So uh, we've been we've been cashing in on that. No, it's I like, turned in my own life insurance policy multiple times. Yeah, the same like, name. You've seen the show Ugly Americans, right? Oh yeah. We demand equal zombie human rights. Well, technically, seeing as you're undead, you have no human rights. You're zombies. And we're allowed to hunt you for sport. Mm-hmm. Being zombie is the new gay. Can't there be gay zombies? Sure. But that's not what we're fighting about. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yep. Well, I would like to say on behalf of the zombies, we mean you harm. Um, run for your lives, board up your houses. Uh, we are coming. Please, Jeff, at um, best you're undead. You're not decayed or decrepit enough to be full zombie yet. You don't need to be undead to raid people's houses. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can be alive and do that, too. It's why I'm representative of the smelly Northmen. <laughs> Wait, are we talking fucking, like, what do you call it, uh... At 5 a.m. or is this some purge shit going on right here? You're you're informing us about there, Alex. Yet? Alex. Alex. Some purge shit is always going on if you try hard enough. The purge isn't there. a time or a place. It's a state of mind. <laughs> it's a way of being. It's a way of life. Welcome to the Awesome Wicked Cast, episode 51. I know I said have a reaction to it if you screwed it up, but I, I know you're baiting me. And <laughs> I, I've matured enough as an individual not to rise to the bait. I, I, I can Only overcome you matured this. matured in the last six seconds? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm obviously the calm, non-explosive one of some public uh-huh. studios. But by... But by reacting to him and telling him that you're you you know you're trying to get a rise out of him and admitting it and then going on how baby you're steps about it, motherfucker baby you steps you are triggered by <laughs> his mispronunciation. I just think that's funny how um, yeah exactly. <laughs> I say that said by like bringing my joke out into the forefront. Uh, I don't know who said it most recently to me. Jokes are like frogs. If you dissect the frog, the frog dies. I don't know. <laughs> Dissecting frogs you can bring back to life with a battery, too, which is what we're doing, I think, right now. Or the Irish, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Just just go and get some Irish spring from your local drugstore and rub it all over the frog, and before you know it, he's back to life. <laughs> Welcome to episode 51 of the, <laughs> of, of the Wicked Awesome Cast, the official podcast of Something Wicked Studios. I'm jacking the intro from Jeff because we have to get through this somehow, apparently. And I can no longer trust Alex or Jeff, the two other people on this podcast, to do an intro, apparently. This <laughs> intro is getting commandeered. If you want to live, come with me. This is episode right. 51 of the Wicked Awesome Cast, officially announced by Jeff. I'm here with Alex and I'm here with Charlie. Don't worry, we're going to make it through this, kids. Just everyone hold tight, keep your arms and legs in the vehicle at all times. Also, don't feed the animals. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the... <laughs> oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> My name is Alex, and this is episode 51, again, of the Wicked Awesome cast. I'm joined here today by Charlie and Jeff and, of course, myself, Alex. And if we had listeners, they are definitely all gone by now. 
It took 51 episodes, guys. We did it. We got rid of them. How do you turn off your 51st episode? You introduced the podcast four times (laughs) to make sure they get it. (sighs) Dear Lord, what have we done? What have you two idiots been up to? One of you go first. I don't care which. All right. I'll start. So this weekend, basically... um, I was supposed to go to a magic tournament, but it wound up falling through because I had to go home and spend time with my family because apparently it was my aunt and my father's birthday. My parents decided to tell this to me on Thursday night to come home on Friday after I went to bed. So that was fun to discover. Are they twins um, or nah? What? Are they twins? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's my, they're, it's my mom's sister, and then my dad's obviously not related to my mom's sister. Mm. Or um, is he? No, no, yeah. he's not. <laughs> Statistically unfavorable. Um, but uh, so after that, I had a friend um, needed to drive to Vermont. So he asked if he could ride couch um, and hang out for the weekend and play Horizon Zero Dawn. So I had a friend come over and we played a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn. And then on Sunday, I had promised another friend I'd go snowboarding. So I went to Cranmore. And I successfully did it. The zero sixty no scope ass plant straight onto a rail, and the bruise is amazing and huge. <laughs> For those uh, curious, I spent a big chunk of my life slumming around that mountain. So, yep. Did you go to the hey. moat at least for dinner? The what? The moat restaurant for dinner? No, I went back or because I had friends over. I went back to my uh, apartment ah. and then I cooked mm. steaks using my sous vide and they were great. Um, so, uh, I fell a lot because the condi- the conditions were really, really bad. Like there mm. was a lot of grass and rocks and sticks and just visible debris and things that are not snow, which is a key detail to snowboarding. Yeah. It's, a, it's kind <laughs> of shit tier spring skiing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of one of the, if I don't go now, I literally won't go yeah. again. Um, so went and did that, and it was fun. Uh, I seriously fell a lot. It happens. Um, but on, like, the last run of the day, my uh, the my friend who I went with is one of my coworkers. And he was like, dude, for the last run, we got to swap snowboards and just see what happens. I was like, <laughs> oh, boy. So I tried it, and it was one of those, like, so his snowboard had a way better wax job than mine does. Sure. Did. So it was one of those things like if you've ever like gone to test drive a car that was much faster than your daily driver and it's like, okay, maybe I'll just give it a little bit of what the fuck. Like sure. any time if I wasn't carving and let that thing just ride forward, it would just absolutely lurch. That thing Please was tell fun. me he rode fakey too just to further fuck with you. Uh, he rode regular. I ride goofy. Okay. Um. But we both have pretty similar uh, binding setups, and he was actually really good at riding Switch. Um, so it didn't impact him. Fair. Um, I actually discussed it with him. Like, I'm, I'm right-handed, and that usually is supposed to be a big impactor on things like, you know, how you shoot in hockey and whatnot. And out of all my friends, I'm, like, the only one who rides Goofy. Pretty much everyone else I know rides Standard. Um, I was like, huh, I guess I am odd duck out on that one no nah, it's not that uncommon it's it's, it's just in my friend group i know that there are yeah. people out there who do it um 
So did that. My friends stayed home and they played Horizon Zero Dawn and managed to because they didn't want to progress any storyline quests without me. They literally spent like eight hours just hunting. I'm like, okay. you guys are crazy. I love you all, but you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad way to burn eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't had to find sticks or anything for quite some effing time. Yeah. And all the bags are expanded and all that. Um, and I'm much for, or I haven't beaten the game, but I'm much further and I've like pretty well capped out on all the like, I are all the armor and all the like weapons and stuff. And I kind of wish there was a, was much more to go because the game's more than willing to let you grind to a much higher level of like just general income, but then you just don't have anything to spend it on. Yeah. I had a weird moment in that game too, where I realized I was running around in high end end game gear and I'm like, I'm still in the second zone. I just had a shit ton of money. Yeah, that mm. happened to me too. Um, and then after that, or and then basically that brings me to the end of what I did this week, or that week, and then this coming weekend is PAX East, which I'll be going to Friday of, and cool. then nice. the day after I have the Bacon, the Boston Bacon and Bourbon Festival I'm going to. And that's going to be really fun. Take pictures. I'll we'll put try. them on the Facebook or something. <laughs> I will do my best. So who wants to go next? I'll go next because I appreciate a break between talking about this and running the news. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I, I guess I wanted to spell something. I, if you thought last week's podcast sounded a little bit rough in the editing, that was intentional. I made an intentional choice that with all that happened last weekend, I'm like... Hey, let's give them a raw podcast. Who cares? Like, let's like fiftieth episode. Let's see what all. Let's let them experience what all of my editing gets them. So that was actually kind of fun to listen to this week. Where I'm like, right, I forgot all these edit points. Where I'm like, hey, it's an edit point. Oh well. <laughs> Not a bad one to do that for. You got some stuff. I, I got to play a little bit of Horizon Zero Dawn, but um, uh, mostly I've been embracing the. Uh, I've been trying to embrace the uh, Switch owner lifestyle of sorts which means i've been playing a lot of zelda or trying to play a lot of zelda during my lunch break and i i have i have some thoughts and some things i need to say i finish this thought no i i, I kind of figured this would be our chance to talk about the nintendo switch some and that zelda game because i got plenty of thoughts most of them are not good like i bought a goddamn pro controller because I got sick of trying to make it work with the traditional Wii U, not Wii U, the, the Switch controls. <laughs> so you finally so snapped. My thoughts have nothing to do with Nintendo and its products. They have to do with heinous Mave. Oh. So I watched the uh, or the first um, you guys playing One Two Switch. Oh god. And Alex backed out of the opportunity to slap the motherfucker who elbow dropped me during a reading of Othello <laughs> in high school. Yeah. Feel no. Re- do not do not hold back. Do not feel shame. Swing way, my friends. Swing way. <laughs> Especially because best I can tell, not that I watched the whole video, you won most of the games because you yeah. won the clap. You won the tail tennis. I won the you... clap. That sounds so odd out of context. I, I prefer it out of context. The like he the can clap. Eat more sandwiches than I can apparently. Um, oh yeah. He's got the yeah the wrist technique down, and you wanted a uh, quick draw. So that is was... at least. Four slaps that you that you forgo yeah. for went. <laughs> a missed opportunity. Yes, missed opportunities were had, and instead 
flicks were exchanged. <laughs> I had to come up with some currency of yeah. punishment because he can't drink right now. Yep. Yeah. Understandably. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's weird. So I took that thing into lunch. I took that thing into work for lunch, and um, we missed out on what one two switch is like in mobile mode, which is we thought that thing was a living nightmare on not on a TV. That thing actually gets harder to play in mobile mode because it's just random games. You don't get to pick what you're playing. It's randomly picks one for you. Really? Yeah. Why? So you Why? just fire How that thing improved? up. And it's, it's, so you fire it up and it scrolls through. So like um we played the baby rocking game, which was funny because one of my coworkers uh. just had a baby and could not get that thing to get quiet. It's like rock the day baby. So it's me and two of my other coworkers. Did you just like, almost like have a Freudian slip and say, rock the dead baby. No. No? Maybe? A little, I think, kind of? I think I may have said almost rock the damn baby. That may have been what okay. I was going to say. That may have been what I heard the D in that one. him being like, I, I, I have a real child. It's like a week old. I'm really good at this. Why does the Switch think I'm a sucky father? And I'm like, because you are, according to Nintendo. Because the Switch rock is that damn. Yeah, we, we played... The, the wizard, if I can have a favorite game in Switch, it's the wizard mm. or the magic one because that one's actually kind of fun in a, like, yeah, this is ridiculous kind of way. Like, you're, you're waving your hand and then shooting a stream of magic at your opponent. It's, yep. it's real dumb. So the best part is my boss walked in on us playing that, and he's like, "What are in the warm up part? We were charging it up by shaking." And he's like, "What are you two doing?" And I'm like, "Doing magic." And he goes, "Okay." <laughs> this is the imaginative stuff that you want your engineering department to have. Yeah. yeah. No, but so as part of that, I've been playing a bunch of the uh, of, of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and that game's cool. I don't think I like it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that st- that stamina gauge system, I really don't like. Mm. And yeah, I remember you were talking about that. Uh, it's I, I suspect it gets less annoying as that game goes on, but that game is like Dark Soulsy ish in some weird ways, which I'm okay with. But like a lot of stuff at low level will just one shot you if you're not careful. Mm. Which kind of sucks because uh, it's like. There are some great moments where you'll like uh, you have a, you get a glider pretty early on. You'll glide down off a cliff and you'll land in water. And because the glider and the wa- and the swimming both pull from the same gauge, you'll have this moment of oh shit, I can't make it to shore. I'm just going to drown now. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I have died a bunch in that game either because I'd ha- I had like four hearts and one guy one shot me, or because it was like I thought I could swim across that. I was wrong. It's also weird to think this will be the first time I'll have ever, or potentially the first time I'll have ever seen a, a uh, Zelda game that's patchable. Yeah, it's it got it. I downloaded a patch for it. You are right. I did do that. It was kind of strange. You are not incorrect. Yeah, I'd, they need to add a mode that removes that stamina gauge because that stamina gauge. I, maybe some people like it a lot. I it is something that keeps me from wanting to play that game. Just because of like, uh, there's so much to manage in that game, and the number of bullshit deaths I've had, because it's like, well, I, I did what I could do in every other Zelda game ever made, and now I'm dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, nah, and like the yeah, weapon that, degradation that, and stuff like that too. I'm. I, it's. I, I know I'm not the target audience for a Zelda game, but like, what that game I does. I think cool, you are actually. Maybe. People who grew up with the original ones are their biggest demographic, I would say. That's fair, like, the yeah. The nostalgia train, as much as everyone likes to complain about nostalgia, nostalgia will absolutely sell Zelda games. Oh, yeah, of course, without a shadow of a doubt. That's the reason I was even considering getting it, was because of that. Yeah. yeah. No, you are its demographic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's it's weird, because some parts of that game work super well as a, hey, like, I have an hour lunch break, and I'll play 45 minutes, and, like, it... it when it's clicking for me, it clicks okay. It's like, yeah, this is this is pretty okay. I'm making some progress. I, the open world part is kind of fun, but at the same time, like people talk about, it, I, I, I'm barely into that game. Like part of my issue with that game is I know I'm on like a hill, and once I'm over that hill, the real game will start. But just because of some choices I made, mm. I can't get over that hill where it's like, man, this is kind of bullshit. Like, I, it, it, I have the same issue I have with Skyrim, which is, it's like, oh, look at this giant world. You can go anywhere and do things. And you have me sitting there going, yeah, but I don't mm. want to. I want to go fight the dragon that was on the cover of the box. No, wow. climb these trees, roast these apples. N no, I want to go do the dungeons now. Go to town. It's all the way on the opposite side of the map. You'll have so many adventures on your way. Or I'll get ganked by a bunch of enemies because they all one-shot me. I'll get pissed off and stop playing that evening. Like I, it's, <laughs> I get what they're going for. It's kind. It's it's really interesting to see Nintendo go like full blown. Like, hey, we're doing a modern ass video game, and we're getting inspiration from Dark Souls and other open world games and stuff like that. And that's kind of cool. Mm. But like. For some people, this mix of Zelda and other modern conventions will work well. For me, it's like, I could just go play Dark Souls. I could just go play Grand Theft Auto. I could just go play Horizon Zero Dawn, which all are prevalent in this game. And, like, it's cool what it takes from those other types of games out there, but also all of those games are based around a specific mechanic. Like, Horizon mm. Zero Dawn is all about that bow. And that bow is real goddamn imperative to that game. And as a result, they're like, we have all this bow tech. Mm. They have bow tech in Zelda too, but your bow degrades over time. Arrows are super uncommon, and it doesn't feel great when you shoot it. Like, it, it's, it's the base level of a bunch of mechanics, and I'm sure some of it opens up, but it's still where it's like, it's like, hey, do you like Dark Souls? Yeah. Do you like the sword and shield combat of Dark Souls? Yeah. Do you wish your gear, gear degrade after four hits? No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. I've, I want to like it because part of it's like I've seen some stuff that looks cool as hell and the open world stuff is kind of cool, but it's also this weird situation where it's like I don't want another open world game like this and this open... Like, Dumb stuff, like, I get it, sprinting requires stamina. But you know what you do a shit ton of in the first hour of playing this game? Traversing across giant planes of nothing, in theory, that you wish you could <laughs> sprint over. And 
at least on the Switch, the jump button, there's a jump button and a sprint button, and you both want them to be the one closest to the thumbstick because the jump button's important to combat. Like, I wish there was a way to set it so, like, when I'm Z-targeting, swap those buttons because I don't want to bother dashing. I want to be able to side jump, but mm. I want to be able to run easily when I'm trying to traverse the goddamn map, so I don't, it's... Like, but other dumb stuff was like, okay, this would be fine if the left thumbstick didn't click, but it does, so the left fucking thumbstick should be sprint. That is, that's what it is in every other video game ever made at that point. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have to be the B button. It's like, oh, I have to awkwardly hold this if I, I yeah, I. The Switch controller is fine in mobile mode. That thing is a that the, the that thing is a piece of hut garbage controller wise. Once in its little like a, a company dock thing. The Pro controller is fine. That thing is a completely acceptable Xbox 360 ripoff. But it's not even as good as a good Xbox 360 ripoff. Like it's really weird where it's like you managed to rip off a better controller. Congratulations, Nintendo, and it's still kind of not great to hold. In a weird way, it makes me appreciate how functional the Wii U gamepad was. That is hmm. disturbing and depressing. And by comparison, well, you know, I, I actually really liked the gamepad for the Wii U. Yeah, like, no, it was it's big and all that. Like, I actually really liked it. It was really well engineered. It was fine. Like, it's a completely acceptable controller. But like, mm. I've, I, I've gotten so many fights with people about this online in the last like week or so. Where it's like, nah, the Joy-Cons are fine. I'm like, no, they're not. The fact that if I'm holding that thing, my thumbs eclipse it. Like, they cover the entire fucking area of the Joy-Cons. Like, there is no comfortable way for me to rest my hands on that thing and not mm. have them, like, arcing in weird directions. The buttons are both too close and too far away from the joystick simultaneously. And it's all in sacrifice of this whole, like, hey, you pop them off. Like, I would... Honest to God, if Nintendo came out and said, hey, we're making pro Joy-Cons, and they are mm. just better, more organ... We took the fucking control sticks in that orientation off the Wii U gamepad, and now you can slide that on the side of this goddamn thing? I would buy that in a heartbeat and sacrifice that whole, like, oh, you can slide it off and have instant two-player multiplayer thing. Like, I, it's, it is such bullshit the way these controllers work because they sacrificed functionality for mm. hey you it's like they're symmetrical now they both look the same when you spin them the same direction it's like yeah but that makes it super fucking shitty to hold mm -hmm. and I, I know some people are fine they have tinier hands than I do but like of the 20 people I've now had hold my switch one person was okay with the grip Who was that? It was Jim, and even he, like, when he, I had him hold the approach, he's like, oh, this is much better. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't come with it. He goes, oh. Yeah, a lot of people were asking, because I, I had a couple of worker, co-workers I was talking about. This is he looking thing, forward like, to them releasing Hyrule Warriors for the Switch? He actually, oh. he finds <laughs> Sorry, the new Zelda well. worse than Hyrule Warriors. He what? He finds the new Zelda worse than Hyrule Warriors. And he really? hates Hyrule wow. Warriors. He, uh, that's sta well, so, everyone should hate Hyrule Warriors. Uh, no, but so this is the thing. Where I'll put up with the stamina gauge because I've played Dark Souls and shit like that. 
Imagine if you're a Zelda fan that's never played a Dark Souls game or a game with a stamina gauge, how jarring that system might be. Like, he was, I got to watch him drown in the same lake nine times in a row because he kept trying to get across <laughs> it. And I'm like, dude, you can't make it. That's how the stamina gauge works. Mm-hmm. No, it's that, that game has, like, for all the good, like that, that game does open world and reinvents Zelda in some really cool ways. Don't get me wrong on that. But mm-hmm. it, like, at least for me, it has some just boring flaws that I have a hard time getting over. Like that stamina gauge thing, I, I know some people are fine with it. And like if it was a climbing gauge, like you have in Shadow of the Colossus, if it was just for climbing, I'd be like, whatever. But. Or just like, for little... swimming, like in Wind Waker. Mm hmm. So that's the weird thing about that one, too. Like, it's the... This is going to sound real dumb. I should be able to... Say, okay, if, if stopping running recovers my stamina, I should be able to float in place to recover stamina. That doesn't work that way in Wind Waker, but I understand your logic. Yeah, like, it, it's the... It's like, if I stop moving, I recover stamina. So it's like, just let me... It's like, I will stop swimming and float in place for, like, 30 seconds if that recovers my stamina. But so maybe it's a glitch in the game. If you stop moving, you stop losing stamina, but you never recover it. So the game registers that as different than movement. So I, on two occasions, got myself out of death by letting the current take me until it hit a rock, and I climbed up on the rock, ultimately. Which I guess is cool, but at the same time, it was a bullshit solution to a problem where it's like, this isn't how swimming works. Mm Mm-hmm. You're tired and swimming, you lay on your back and float for a couple minutes to recover your stamina, and then you get going again. Like, it's... I don't know. Have you, I, I gave you a copy, Alex. Have you started playing it at all? Not yet, actually. I was hoping to... Because I didn't know if I was going to do recording for that for you, like, some point soon. So I didn't want to spoil the storyline or anything for me, but... If I can jump in and just start playing it... Yeah, go for I'll it. I, what I'm learning is making a video of that game will be hard for us, because I, I, don't, I, I don't have the mess-around instinct when it comes to open games that some people have. Like A lot of the videos, like people trying to storm Ganon's castle, those are fun. I would never think to do that, because I'm like, no, I'll die. Why would I bother wasting time doing that shit? Yeah. I'm going to go get gear and hearts and stamina and shit. It's... Yeah, no, it's I. I it's can a, you at least it, upgrade the stamina bar? You can. So um, when there's, there's these dungeon things, and they're kind. Of, so this is actually kind of a cool part of the game. I agree with. They have these mini dungeons, and the dungeons take about five, ten minutes to bust through, which is kind of cool. And they're based mm-hmm. around at the start of the game, you get like four or five, uh, four and a half, because like, it's double types of bombs. These magical items that have infinite kind of resources, they have cooldowns on them, and they're what you mm. use to solve the dungeons. They're like magnetism. You get bombs right off the back, and you get square and round ones. Square act like squares. You put them in a place, and they stay. The round ones roll about kind of thing. Okay. You get summon ice tower, which is neat, but yeah. Yeah, it's... Those are cool. And you, uh, when you do those, you collect four things, and you then take them to a statue, and you sacrifice them to the statue, and you can either get more health or stamina. The issue in the early game is you need that health. Like, it's... You're fighting things that will take away easily, like, most of, if not all of your health in one or two swings. 
and mm. your gear sucks. Like, it's the... At least Dark Souls is kind of cheap in a fair way. Like, it's the everything can die in one or two hits, you included, but also everything can die in one or two hits. <clears throat> You're fighting stuff that takes infinitely more swings than you do to go down. Yeah. And they have the benefit of... Okay, so recovering health in the game is a pain in the ass, too. Like, it's not just go into some weeds and find some hearts. You have to have food. Mm -hmm. That you have to have collected and stuff like that. And food is available, but not super available. It's There's so many kind of cool things about the game that make the early onset of the game fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... At, and there's some weird logic stuff going on. Like, it's so, if you have a torch, you can light it on fire, and that acts as a heat source, even if you go into a freezing zone. But my brain was like, it's a fucking torch. This does not counteract mountain of fucking snow. <laughs> I could still freeze to death. No, you have a torch. It's got fire. You're fine. Zelda. I mean, we forgive the color of the tunic providing the same quality. That's at least, like, magical and, like, kind of given a bullshit explanation. But that's heat. That's red for heat, not, like, glacial for ice-cold temperatures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now nah, it's... I, Yeah, I, I don't want to harp on this too much because we'll come back to it. Uh, uh, the other thing I've been playing a lot of... Um, I, I played a little bit of Mass Effect over the weekend. You may have heard about that or not. I, I definitely didn't play all of Mass Effect 1 in one weekend. I heard Drew mm -hmm. from up north says hi. Drew from up north did show up. That was pretty cool. To anyone who showed up to the stream of that, thank you for showing up. It was fun. By the time mm -hmm. you're hearing this, the second one will have happened. The third one is happening the weekend after this. I'm debating on whether or not we'll do like a first impression stream of Andromeda when it comes out, leaning towards yes. So if you're digging the Mass Effect stuff, there's plenty more to come. The archive should be up by the time you're hearing this in giant, like, Eight-hour chunks. <laughs> Didn't Andromeda already come out? Oh no, no, we're just looking at Mass Effect. Andromeda. Yeah, I confuse it with another title. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, no, yeah, that Mass Effect Andromeda comes out at the end of the month. The stream is that's right, yeah, leading yeah. up to it, if you will. Mm. And I've it's weird. Like I'd forgotten how rough the first one is after ten years, mm. and I'm playing. I'm like, man, I forgot how rough this was back when I was playing it new. Like this one had some sharp edges you had to navigate. Yeah. But we got it done. We're on to two, the best of the franchise, so I'm pretty happy about that. It's, that one's my favorite. Three will be an interesting one because people are going to show up to be like, the ending of three sucks, and I'm going to then get in fights with them about the entire game of three is an ending. Mm -hmm. Three is fine. It's not the best, but it's fine. Well, I think it's just what happens in the endings in particular. Though. It's just, it just kind of felt like it was sloppy. So, I, so that's the thing. Like, I, I'll talk about this on the stream some, too. If you base the mass, if you approach the Mass Effect franchise from kind of a literary story standpoint and think of it as one and two are building actions. They make up the majority of the story, and the ending of two is the peak. That's the pinnacle. It's the and then the resolution begins. And all mm. and as opposed to just the end of Mass Effect three being the ending, but all of Mass Effect three being your kind of your falling action, your resolution at that point. From that context, 
that game's actually fucking solid. When you think of it as one giant cohesive story, and all the choices you have made do come full circle in Mass Effect 3, just not at the exact end. They all have... They all bear the fruits throughout Mass Effect 3, which kind of goes back to my point of the entire game is the ending, not just the last 10 minutes. Mm. That, and the Citadel, okay. that and the Citadel DLC does fix a bunch of things. It's, that, that game was far from perfect when it launched, but like, if you choose to think of it the way I do, which is Mass Effect is one game in three parts across five discs, the third mm. one's actually a lot better than... The third one's fine. It's it's still got some issues. Don't get me wrong. Like the weird like military grit they threw at the graphics of that game is unexcusable. But like the, the, the fact you have to download a piece of DLC to fix that game some too to get some more resolution out of it also fucking sucks. But that entire game is about your choices up to that point, not just the mm. ending. So it's yeah, it's I'm having fun with people's reactions. I the Renegade stuff starts now because I'm done. Renegade in the first game fucking sucks. It's a lot better in the second and third game because you get to be a badass. In the first game, you're just a racist. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I've also been playing some of uh, uh, this little game called Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, hey! Yeah. Still using heavy arms to destroy light armored vehicles? Uh, so the game is officially out, and I am officially playing it, and I will probably come back to this game and officially finish it at some point, but in this kind of whirlwind of releases, you do not need to play that game. It is a paint-by-numbers open-world game, which... I it's weird, like, when that game is cool, when it's being Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, when it's, like, all about two-shot chess kills and tactics and stuff like that, that game's uh -huh. all right. When you're dealing with the open-world bullshit of that game, that game fucking sucks. And there's a lot more open-world bullshit in that game than Tom Clancy Ghost Recon moments. I we, we recorded a video for it. I need to go back, because in editing, I'm like, I was too nice to this game. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, it's... Uh, was the that alpha game... just a better representation or, like, no, the game shittier post-alpha or something? No, it's... it's, it's the, the alpha and the beta were very representative of it. The issue is that I've now... I, I was playing that like I didn't care about it because I didn't have to... I didn't get to care. Like, my character was unlocking. I, my unlocks would not carry over into the future, so it was kind of a fuck-it-who-cares kind of situation. Now that it's more permanent and you actually care, it's like, yeah, there is some unfortunate grind to this game. Like, the, the weapon systems aren't actually all that great. Uh, you know what really sucks? Traversal. Traversal? Like, getting, getting from point A to point B in that game has got to be one of the most boring things you've ever done in a video game. Like, I... If Breath of the Wild has way too much downtime when you're walking around, there are just giant mm. chunks of Ghost Recon where you're, like, booking it around on a motorcycle or in a Jeep that don't need to exist. Like, that map is huge and impressive and beautiful, and I wish it was, like, a third as big as it actually is now. Like, it's the... There are times where I have gone out of my way to get a helicopter because, like, going the extra halfway across the map to get that helicopter saved me time mm. in getting to my ultimate objective because I can just go straight from the helicopter to the objective at that point. 
Mm-hmm. Like there was a there there was a time I fell off a cliff on my motorcycle and I was just like not doing that mission anymore. Apparently, I'm not mm-hmm. going back up there. Or the flip side of it, the fact the game will give you this like windy path, and I'll just like launch my jeep off of mountainsides because it's like these vehicles are fucking impervious to almost everything and i'll get there somehow and i just bushwhack it in a straight line up and down a mountain <laughs> skyrim horse style <laughs> where it's like this shouldn't the work this special basically yeah it's one way to handle that no but it's, it's mm-hmm. one of these things where it's like when the game is on which is when it feels like super tactical and you're scoping bases and like moving slowly and taking out people's silencers the game feels cool and then you're like back in a car and you're like right i'm gonna go ramp this through a stream and over a waterfall because fuck it that's how you get around in this bullshit mm-hmm. and the cars handle like shit too but so like again i'm back to like finding these tanks and rolling up on bases and being like hey i'm in a tank come at me bros Mm-hmm. And nothing scratches you. It's like, yep, this is broken. It's, it's, it's cool, I guess. But at the same time, like, if I was playing with four other people, sure. But there are other games I'd rather play with, like four other people, or three other people, or two other people. Like, it's the if I'm gonna put the effort in to play a game that's like requires my friends to play, I'm gonna play mm-hmm. more Secret World. I'm gonna play more Destiny. I'm gonna play Overwatch or something. I'm gonna play a game that is a better game at that point. Like, why would we bother organizing around this game that I can compare easily to Mercenaries and Army of Two? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the test more for me a lot with is a game good is not is this game good with my friends is it is it good without them. In some ways, it's kind of better. Like, your AI squad mates are fine, but also if you, mm. like, ditch them at a target and drive off, they'll just teleport to you, which... Oh, I don't mean it like weird. that, but I mean, like... I have had fun playing absolutely terrible games because I was with my friend base. Yeah. Like, if the game stand or It's not always a good, like, you know, if I had fun ha- playing this with my friends, it doesn't mean necessarily it was a good game or that I even like the game. It's just I like hanging out with my friends. Sure. No, I guess, like, the game isn't bad or good. It's just kind of meh. Resounding meh. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, like I keep saying, the parts of the game that are good are, they're fine. They're totally serviceable. They feel like Ghost Recon. The issue is the last couple of Ghost Recons have been like, hey, we're in the super future. Ain't that cool? Mm-hmm. And this one's just kind of... Yeah, you're in the modern day. You got drones and shit. Have fun in Bolivia. All right, yeah, but that's been about it for my week. I, I've been contemplating picking up Bloodborne again. Actually, I've listened to a bunch of lore videos for Bloodborne, and I, in preparation for Blood Drunk, there may be some Bloodborne streaming or something. I've been playing around with the idea that maybe we'll have a nightly, a weekly stream night or something like that for just general whatever the fuck am I playing at this point in time, because I do play a lot of games, it turns yeah. out. Yeah, that was pretty fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. I didn't get to stick around for very long, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, the, the, Mass, Effect, the Mass Effect stream is long. I, it's uh, That game is a long game to play that way. The Two and three will be better, but one is not meant to be played that way at all. Hmm. And may have hurt a little bit by the end. I managed to fuck my shoulder up playing that game. <laughs> oh no, which is don't super become depressing. Me. Yeah. But yeah, how has your week been, Alex? 
Um, well, let's see. We got to do some Switch content, which was kind of cool, which was also kind of odd. You got to touch a Switch. Um, yeah. Yep, because it's a Switch. Yep. Um, I also did an Extra Life 12-hour marathon on Sunday, which was kind of cool. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, hmm. Just Overwatch. I'm actually close to Platinum. Oh, no, I'm Platinum now. So I'm just working my way up to Diamond at this point. So, cool. Yeah, just grinding that out. Um, streaming here and there. Nothing too fancy. Uh, what's it called? I know last week I had already come back from the whole trip out to the mountains, so we already talked about that. Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, just having fun doing a lot of footage. It was actually one of the weeks where I got to see Charlie twice in one yeah. week. Like, yep. So, because uh, we, we did a... Like I said, we did the switch. Well, we did the podcast on our normal Wednesdays, and then Thursdays I went to go see Charlie for a while, and it was cool. Although I do have to share this story because this is one of my favorite stories about recording for the switch. Um, as we were recording for the switch, we were moving the sofa so we could, uh, oh god, <laughs> so we could set up for the one two switch game, and so all of a sudden we're like, oh, well, where's the remote? I'm like, I, I don't know, I haven't seen a remote. So we spent like a good like ten minutes searching for a remote that was like <laughs> under some like some quick folder or something like that that was out of the way sure but uh yeah, yeah that one, <laughs> that one was kind of fun but i think the highlight though was um so we finished doing one two switch we okay, finished a harpy knife to open a switch box <laughs> <laughs> yeah we well yeah we did the the I, I learned the ins and outs of recording a uh unboxing video which is kind of cool man and, versus uh, box in yep. no way affiliated with something Wicked Studios. It's its own thing. <laughs> so look, then it's time for us to do uh, Zelda. And I'm excited. I'm like, yes, it's time. It's going to happen. And Charlie walks over and he has this just kind of defeated look on his face for a moment. Like, well, what's up, dude? And he's like, I bought the Wii U version of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so... And so I'm, I'm looking at it. He's like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And I don't have enough time to do all the updates for that Wii U. So we're just going to call it. So, uh, but yeah. So now I have a copy that I borrowed from Charlie to play Breath of the Wild. I was which wondering I will be why you soon. had a loaned copy of that game. Yeah. It's because it's the Wii U version. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, and it was great because, like, Charlie checks the order and he's like, let me see, because I'm pretty sure they sent me the wrong one. He's like, nope, no, I ordered the Wii U version. Yep. <laughs> this is this moment of, like, oh. I'm like, assuming it was just this moment of, that's the console I own. Like, <laughs> yeah. send me that. Well, so Amazon, Amazon does keep track of what consoles I own to a certain extent, and the issue is I own all of them. So it wasn't like, hey, you don't own this console. It's like, hey, the last game you bought was Hyrule Warriors. And I'm like, fuck you, Nintendo. <laughs> you don't know me, Amazon. You don't know my life. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, trying to think of, didn't really do too much else, really. Like I said, just kind of hung out with the girlfriend, hung out with the dogs, kind of just relaxing. Didn't watch um, the Mass Effect Two stream or Mass Effect stream. I didn't get a chance to. I'm sorry. And then I, Sunday, I ended up spending twelve hours over at a 
CHLA, so I was doing my thing over there. Every time you guys kicked over to me to host, I'm like, I either super hope it's during the sex scene at the end of the game, or it's me, like, fucking cussing out the graphics, or it's like, <laughs> man, fuck this aliasing bullshit! <laughs> I'm living in, like, mild fear of, like, family-friendly stream, here's Charlie, and now we're gonna bone the blue chick. <laughs> Get that space pussy, yeah! Right, there you go. But, um, yeah, no, other than that, that was pretty much uh, my week. But I, uh, actually, now I will share another a, a shame story. But uh, yesterday, oh. I uninstalled For Honor. Oh? I rage quit so hard. I'm like, fuck this game, and I uninstalled it. <laughs> you would not last long in League of Legends. No. I don't play League of Legends for for that so, reason, probably. But. One might say you are devoid of honor. Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, I suspect getting into that game at this point will be a challenge for many people. Yeah, so I since I stopped playing it for a bit and it came back, people have gotten a lot better. Yeah, and, uh, and there was a patch. Yeah. And I ended up getting screwed over in a game because I got placed in a game with three bots on my team and the other team had a full set of fucking real players. Yep. So, that fucking sucked. Yep. But, um, but yeah, so I finally rage quit that game. Man, fuck this. I'll just install Wildlands because, as you know, it's an Ubisoft game and you know what that means. How'd that work on PC? Um, I haven't finished downloading it yet. I set it to download and it's like 40 gigs since download and install. So now I'll just leave it running. So I actually actually do do the installation part, I guess. But yeah, so I got that, and then Marvel Three downloaded because it's now officially on Steam released. So cool. I'll probably dick around with that as well. But um, that and still just Overwatch more than anything else. That's pretty much been my thing. Switching between WoW and Overwatch because I'm a Blizzard fanboy. So, but uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much been my week. So yeah, fiend. Nice. <laughs> you boy, you boys, ready for news? I am. Oh, actually, one more thing I want to add. Sorry, oh. before I forget. Thanks to you guys, I've been listening to a lot more metal recently. Nice. <laughs> Convert. So, yeah. So, particularly that uh, Alien Tude or... Uh, a lady? Yeah, is that what... I totally oh. butchered it, but yeah, I like them a lot. Oh, sorry, is, band? is it the band with the bagpipes or is it the Yes, the band? bagpipes band. Yeah, that's yeah, not, not They're fucking great. And so I, I pretty much like uh, I told Google Play to just do a radio station based off of that one song that you guys told me about, and it just it's 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 fun, it's great to listen to. It's you not what I thought it would be as far got as some metal troll goes. hammer up in there. Got some Corpacani, got some trivia, not trivia, um, tear that band that refuses to die despite being all old men at this point. Yeah, Elwadi's yeah. a good gateway drug. Yeah, no, it was great because like I've I've been listening to to all this new metal and I'm like this is this is enjoyable. So between my podcast, I'll kick that shit on and it just it's great to listen to. So thank you, gentlemen. De nada. So, yeah, I, I need to take you to a metal show now so you can be freaked out by the crowd there. Oh, I can imagine. No, so that's the thing. I had a coworker that didn't understand the fact that um, the Mexican population of LA fucking loves metal. Oh yeah. So I'd send you some pictures. Good, like, like Spanish speaking. Like, that's metal not bands real. I'm there. like, yes, it is. Yeah. What's it? Entombed so, or yeah. something? Is the band from Mexico even? Maybe. Which one? 
Uh, they're famous. They play out. They, they've they've opened for a bunch of bands. I've seen like they're called Entombed or something. Uh, they're older, I, which I feel bad for qualifying them as that, but that's what they are in my brain. It's like, hey, you guys are all over forty. <laughs> mm. I mean, a lot of metal acts are just like that age now. Yeah, I mean, Metallica's got to be that. coming up on AARP, right? <laughs> oh, I want to see that so bad. You know what's awesome? Retirement benefits. I mean, it's not long before Kill 'Em All is retirement home music. <laughs> yeah, and I like that goddamn album. Yeah, I just know the year it came out yeah. in. So yeah, um, that's pretty much been my uh, my week. So I want to see Slayer that, start touring retirement homes. Slayer. <laughs> oh, that would depress me so much. <sighs> yeah, here's a classic you guys might uh, you might all recognize. It's a uh, it's called Angel of Death. Oh, Get those walkers up in the air for Slayer. Yep. Featuring one original band member because everyone else died. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, so you guys ready for news? Uh, yes, yeah, I am actually ready news. for news now. Yeah. Ready for news? No more interruptions? I can organize for yeah. some. Yes. <laughs> fair so i guess starting off our week is something i almost let slip um ghost recon wildlands has the bolivian government mad at the french government specifically ubisoft oh. wait didn't we talk about this last week did we i believe we did talk about we talked it about i feel like something. me and you may have talked was... about it we talked about bolivia really mad at a, at a, at a game developer um, we knew that bolivia no, was mad that... i don't know about these full details I feel like that came out the day after. I will check the calendar now. That may have stayed on there from last week. If not, they're still annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that could not have po- that could not have popped up. I think I may have told you this while we were recording something. But yeah, no, that that news article came out the day after recording. So, oh, okay. I just remember hearing about it. I was like, didn't we talk about that already? I think but, I told okay. you about it because we both laughed about how it's like, oh, Ubisoft. Uh, for those unclear, Bolivia's not super happy about the fact that um, uh, Ubisoft portrays their country as a drug cartel-controlled corrupt government in need of white people coming in to save them, a uh, soulless wasteland of beautiful, luscious trees and extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, tell me how you really feel I, there. That's kind of what the gist <laughs> of their response was. And Ubisoft was like, eh, we hope it's like this game is fictional, etc., etc. We hope our beautiful terraformed environments make people come visit you. Later. <laughs> Hopefully this encourages tourism. You're, it's a war game. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. No yeah. need to thank us. Yep. I just thought it was funny where it's like, we're mad about how you portrayed our country. And I'm like, I'm playing the game. Yeah, I, I, I would be too. Like, this makes sense why an entire country, like, might be annoyed with Ubisoft. Where it's like, you made us look like shit in the back of my brain. Is Bolivia better than this, though? I actually don't know. 
Hmm. It, it, I guess that. it's kind of their like, right to ask to not uh, to not give people the assumption. It'd be like Columbia getting mad if they were associated with the cocaine in a movie. It's like it's like we're trying to distance Columbia ourselves from that. Columbia suddenly got mad about the show Narcos. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Well, I assume they are mad about that show because reasons, but yeah. Well, the problem with that one is it's not fictional. Yeah. Um, whereas Wildlands is a work of fiction, or is uh, it? Yes. Or is yes, it? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. We'll leave that up to the, to the crowd to decide. Hmm. It's fiction. Yeah. Decide in the content section or the comment section of this audio log that has a comment section. It does have a comment yeah. section, actually, on the website. If you're listening listen to it on a device, there is no comment section. That's a separate topic. <laughs> or added effect. Yes. What effect you're adding? No idea. Uh, moving on from that, though. Uh, I assume you two Overwatch nerds are happy to know that Orissa is your new champion. Yep. I did not hear this. That's and, of course... Awesome. Thank you, Blizzard, for trolling us with thinking it was going to be Doomfist. Appreciate that. Is it wrong that, like, if they put a character called Doomfist in that game, I actually might play it once just to be like, what the fuck does a character named Doomfist play like? It punches things. I assume so, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, well, the big rumor is that Terry Crews is going to yeah. voice. Everyone wants that. Terry Crews yeah. wants that. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fucking awesome. Which would be great because people are already saying like when he pops his alt, he can just be like a running meme of like the old spice things like unlimited power and just do all that stuff for fun, but who knows? Like he'd yeah. be just a living meme. But this new uh hero is really, really nice. I got a chance to play her on the PTR for a bit when people weren't fucking taking her and like, oh, I'm gonna pick her and speed clicking her, but she uh she plays really well. So what is she? The descriptions I could find were like, <laughs> oh, she's a support tank, and she's got four legs, and watch this video of some guy getting hit by a car, and I'm like, that's great. What the fuck are her moves? Okay, so she's got a, a she's got a nice little arsenal. Her default is like a, a Gatling gun kind of thing, but not like at the level of like Bastion. It kind of just is like a, a smaller version of like a rotating machine gun thing, so it fires okay. laser rounds, which are kind of cool. Um, she drops a shield. Now... It's it's kind of like a hybrid between Reinhardt's shield and um what's his name? Uh Harambe's shield, I call him. Uh Winston. Winston? Well, you know how Winston drops a little shield generator and it stays like, you know, where it's at. So it's she a will actually shield. it's a localized shield. So she can actually drop a shield wall, kinda like Reinhardt, so to speak. But the difference is you can actually see the health points the shield has versus Winston's I'll drop the shield and you just kinda have to guess. And Symmetra. So, you know how when Reinhardt puts his shield out, you see the health points for the shield. So, yeah. you can drop those, and it works out great. So, when you're doing a push, and you, like, for example, if you want to troll and have a Bastion riding the payload, you can drop the shield in front of Bastion, and he has a perfect view without being blocked by, like, Reinhardt holding his shield up kind of thing. So, that shield itself is pretty nice, I have to say. Um, and it works just like all the other shields, you know, Reinhardt and everyone else. So, it's pretty nice. Um, she also has an orb ability where she fires like a gravity orb and it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be kind of like a mini version of Zarya's alt where when you okay. fire it, it pulls people in, so to speak. 
So you can fire this orb and it'll fly in a direction and then you click the button again and it pulls people towards the ball. So if you wanted to set up something like where you have a bunch of people in one area and then have like them get grouped up so you can, you know, death ball them, so to speak, um, she's good, really good for that because it doesn't require an alt. It's just her right click at this point. So um, there's that. Uh, she's also got a boost and damage reduction. So she, instead of like popping out a shield like Reinhardt does, she can actually just harden her body and she walks forward and just takes a bunch of damage. And it's it doesn't you know barely puts a ding on her so to speak. Um, cool. Her ultimate, she drops some sort of like weird cylinder cone device, and everyone's attack speed and damage I believe is increased when you stand within the range of that thing. So it's kind of like a mercy boost, in a way. So. So she's very much a support character though. Very much a support tank, but she fucks. So, she doesn't. I mean, she puts out decent damage, but she brings a ton. For a tank, she brings tons of utility. Like, it, it's stupid good how much utility she brings, personally speaking. But she's not, like, super good at it. Like, her shield is, isn't as good as Reinhardt's. Her damage boost isn't as good as Mercy's, per se. Um, her Zarya, you know, pull isn't as good as Zarya's ult. But it makes sense, because those those people have, like, those specialized abilities, and she kind of just takes a little bit from everything, so to speak. But she, I mean, she plays great. Um... So I definitely see her fitting into the meta as a secondary tank along with Reinhardt or something. Or something along those lines because you don't have to wait for a Zarya ult to build up to deathball people. So Sure. Um, you know, as far as my analysis goes, uh, I, I, I can definitely see her fitting into the meta and, you know, definitely causing some decreases in picks from some of the current tanks. So That'd be awesome. Yeah, I it love sounds meta kind diversity. Of... Yeah, it's always nice. Yeah, she definitely looks like she'll she'll definitely mix things up. Not like Sombra, where everybody thought she'd be stupid good, and then on release it was just like, well, she kind of fucking sucks. So she didn't yeah. really show up in the meta when she came out, and even <laughs> though she was super overhyped, you know. Well, when she yeah, first like, came, came out, out, she was broken, wasn't she? Then they nerfed her. Cause... No, it wasn't even that she was broke. I think she was just messed up in the beta or in the PTR. But when she went live, she wasn't that great at all. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm talking about PTR. Yeah, PTR, she was just kind of meh. Right. And then, uh, like, but yeah, even then, like, it wasn't anywhere near, like, what people thought she would be. Um, and then, um, there was one other one. Like, was it Anna? When Anna got released, she shattered her way right into the fucking meta. Mm-hmm. Like, she was an instant pick for meta. Uh, or at least for some of the gameplay. Like, it was between her, Lucio, and then maybe a Mercy instead of a Lucio. Or something along those lines, or a Zen when they buffed him kind of thing, mm. but... Yeah, like, I definitely see her, like, this uh, Orisa character jumping into the meta versus, like, getting sombered out, so. Sure. But that's my Overwatch analysis. Yeah. Well, I guess speaking of um, online shooter arena games, Quick Champions, that game I'm not sure any of us asked for, is now taking signups for their beta, which is coming soon. So, let me go ahead and get signed up for that then. It looks okay. It's got a video for it. It's it, it feels a little bit more Doom. Or not Doom, but Quake. Sorry. Did I call it Doom? I called it Quake, Yeah, you right? said Doom for a second. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Quake Champion. Sorry sorry if I screwed up the name. I, They're very synonymous in my brain. But, yeah, it's... I, I still don't know how I feel about this. The whole heroification of it still rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I... Well... 
speaking of for Quake, I actually really like the multiplayer in Quake. The like Quake Three, yeah, had phenomenal multiplayer. No, no, and that's and what actually, I'm saying. Like, it, it's not pure Quake because your characters have set loadouts and stuff. Yeah. When, when I heard about that, I was kind of like, mm, that seems kind of odd. But I'll, I'll hold off and see yeah. if it's going to be it's like if it's going to be a Quake like a you know a game that's true to the Quake franchise. Or if it's just the quake mechanics built into a Team Fortress slash Overwatch simulator. Yeah. So. No, yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that one. I am slowly coming around on it, but at the same time, I keep looking at it, going, ah, just make a new game. Don't call it Quake. But at the same time, I'm sitting there going, yeah, but New Doom was really good too. New Doom was really good. So maybe New Quake won't suck either. But yeah. Yeah. Little, little little tidbit here, but uh, my first exposure to Quake was actually at E3 a couple of years ago, like quite a few years ago, when uh, they had this thing going on in the PC section where they had a gamer named Fatality, who was oh, Fatality. stupid good at Quake. Yeah. yeah. That's a name. That's a fucking throwback right there, isn't yep. it? So he was doing this thing where he was playing people one-on-one, and if you could land at a positive kill score against him at the end of the game... You would win a prize, and uh, they didn't pay out. Did they? Say I got, <laughs> no, no, that I got bopped. Like I tried, but you know, I did what I could. But he he left me with a negative score, and I felt good about it for a minute because a I actually hop, had man. a kill on him. I had a I had a kill on him, but yeah. So you got a bunny hop, man. I know. No, well, that's the thing. You, you we always played on that one level that was like a space level. Where it just had platforms and you had this like ramp launchers thing, like yeah, it was very much kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. Well, so um, we haven't had news about Destiny in a while, but or not real news, I guess, about Destiny. While well, just kind of yeah, Destiny Two is happening, but we have some Destiny news. The first of which isn't great, which is your character won't really <laughs> carry over to year two. Okay, no, not delayed. Thank God. I was just jumping on. We have some bad all news. All your gear. Not fair. All your gear, all your uh, levels, all that stuff will reset for the Destiny 2, which I'm not surprised by. They've been out there saying, like, hey, we'll have some cool stuff for you if you came over from 1 to 2, which I think's the way to go. Uh, it's It sucks a little bit because I have lots of stuff, but at, at the same time, we have the Age of Triumph to announce. Mm, that's right. They're bringing all the raids up to current content level, baby, and adding a new book for you to fill out. I, I'm almost ready to get back into Destiny. I think, I, in, in a weird way, part of it's part of me is like, eh, it doesn't matter because Destiny Two is a reset for it. But at the same time, it's eh. I don't know. It, it's nice to hear Destiny is doing stuff again, at least. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it'd be cool to jump into those new raids with you because you are, you already know what they're like. Yes. I, I jumped in. I jumped in with you later in this yeah, game. Yeah, and those so raids are the best part of that game. Yeah. So those I definitely games. actually want to experience a raid because I've never done an actual raid itself. So. Yeah, the raids are definitely the best part of that game, hands down. And this is a good excuse to go back and play them. Like, I... Previously, getting geared, uh, getting a team together for Vault of Glass or even Dark Below, or uh, sorry, Crota's End was a bit of a hassle because it was like, but why? The guns don't matter, nor does the gear, but they're cool. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. 
no, it's I, I'm happy to hear they're doing stuff. I want to see the new book. I, it's I've not played that game in like easily three or four months. I think. Recovery is good. Maybe a little more recent. Hmm. So recovery is good. Nah, it's just I ran out of content to play through. I, it's I, I play games so long as I'm enjoying them, and finally the grind of that game, like it was with Borderlands Two, where it was, I'm not making meaningful progress to me anymore. I'm gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not like I, I had this awkward moment where I'm like I've used the same gun in this game since the release of um, uh, the Taken King. I obviously am not looking for new gear anymore. I'm just upgrading the stuff I already have that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But moving from Destiny to our favorite trash fire of a video game, The Division, the Division Year 2. Yes. Uh, according to uh, the, uh, Ubisoft has come out and announced that all content coming to Year 2 of The Division will be free. Side note, holy shit, the division's been out for almost a full year now. If you ever want to have some weird time warp stuff, go back and listen to our podcast close to a year ago, um, where the division wasn't out yet, and Charlie was hyped for it. I was pretty excited. Yeah, if you want to see some weird time travel voodoo, that's a way to go about getting some of it. It was real interesting. Also, if you're ever curious yeah, if I go it's... back and listen to old podcasts of ours, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. Occasion. I, it's it, it's good news for anyone still playing that game. Side note, you should not still be playing that game. It sucks. Go play Destiny again if you're into that yeah. kind of thing. They're getting new content. It's, I'm not going to go into the full details. There's stuff coming. I, it sounds like stuff that, again, maybe should have been in the game all along, but eh, who knows? I, I still kind of follow that game to sort of a sick what the hell is going on with its meta currently. It's all it's like people are now making spreadsheets to maximize their numbers. Huh. It's because it, like, that game is all about kind of uh, synergy in a really weird way. So, yeah. Okay. No, it's uh, free content for a game that's kind of still out there, but don't know. In a world of season passes, I just don't that know. is actually kind of refreshing. Yeah, no, and I, as someone who paid for a season pass, part of me is like, that's cool, I guess. Kind of. Yeah, but moving on from that, let's. Uh, we, we've already talked about the Switch some, but we actually have some news about the Switch that I think is worth talking about a little bit more. So um, uh, Nintendo has reported that the Switch is the fastest-selling console they've had in uh, it set all the records for their first uh, for the first kind of release window Ooh. my question what is this means sell one after it though i it's so that's the question i it's whenever no whenever a company releases these numbers you have to take a step back and look at what that number actually means and the reality is it's going up against the wii u and the Wii and the GameCube and the Nintendo 64 at that point. None of those things did crazy good at launch. Mm -hmm. The Wii had crippling scarcity issues. No one wanted a Wii U. The Nintendo 64 wasn't a PlayStation. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of damning with fake praise to be like, hey, yeah, this one's outselling all the other consoles. It's like, yeah, and the PS4 outsold the PS3. That's kind of what happens when there are more people buying your shit, except the PS4's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, There's a variety of numbers out there. It sets some nice high numbers in... It sold a little over 330,000 units in Japan. It sold over 80,000 in the UK, which I guess is high compared to the 40,000 for the Wii U launch, which that number seems extra high in a weird way. But so I I guess the other part worth talking about have been the semi-hilarious number of issues people have reported since. Ooh. I've been lucky. Oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't had any of the hardware failures people have been talking about in posts. So uh who wants to summarize these for us? I guess I can, but I suspect actually Alex so, may have been following this closer than I have been. So, I from what I've heard and what I've seen, you have uh well, let's see. You have ones that are screeching loudly and just going at people. So, yep. there are consoles that are doing that. Um, there are other ones where just, like, Zelda's freezing on people, and it's just not working. And then my favorite, and I think this is one of the, this is gonna be a PR move that's gonna fuck Nintendo, or if it doesn't, I really hope it does. But they're saying that, you know, when you get the the, the console, if you have, uh, dead pixels on your screen for the Wii U tablet, that's your fault. Not Nintendo's, like your ass. Yeah, it's just part of Sorry. having a having a screen in the modern era. Yeah, but like that's the thing though. Like, how are you going to say dead pixels is not a manufacturing issue when you get it out the box like dead pixels? Yeah. So some other like, ones you it's missed. It's not like it's packaged the- shittily, like you know. But anyway, go yeah. on. Now, so some other ones you missed, um, as you may have seen in the me and Alex trying to start up a Nintendo Switch video, that thing's got some Wi-Fi connectivity issues across the board. Um, there are a number of videos of people putting the Joy-Cons on the wrong sides and then not being able to get them <laughs> off. Awesome. Like, that's, that's a problem. Right. <laughs> You've had screens just freaking the hell out on people. Um the, the, the kickstand breaks off super easily. My personal favorite one, though, is the fact that when you... Um, it's possible for the Switch case to scratch your screen. What? The dock can cause screen damage because of the way it's in there. Like, people are reporting, like, the bottom left corner gets scuffed up pretty badly by taking it in out of the dock. I haven't even heard about that. That's one, the one out there. Shit. It's there's also the left hand. There's also the left controller connectivity issue. That's um, they warned you to avoid electronics. Don't have it behind your TV. Don't have it inside metal. Avoid fish tanks. I I liked listening to uh, as a person who doesn't own a switch, listening to zero punctuation yeah. talking about how if you want to take it mobile, the thing charges from the bottom. So you can't physically be charging yeah. it and playing it simultaneously? There are some weird choices with this thing that I, it's... I talked about, like, my experience with the first week. It's So, and, and the part I am absolutely... I, 
I'm going to soapbox for a second now. The part I am livid about and keep getting in fights with people about over is Zelda Breath of the Wild can be good and the Switch can still be bad. And just because you're liking Breath of the Wild doesn't mean you have to defend the Switch when you have no arguments aside for, but it plays Breath of the Wild super great. I am so sick of having conversations with people. They're like, well, the Switch is all this possibility. Yeah, but I own one, and here are my issues with it. Well, it plays Zelda super good. The Wii U plays that, and it's got frame rate issues, and not everyone likes that game. It's reviewing super well, but I don't think that it's like... The way people talk about this thing is wrong, because, like, still on my soapbox, you should be kind of pissed off with what the switch is it's not quite hot garbage but like i bought a screen protector for this thing knowing some part of it would fuck itself over scratching the screen wise and it turns out the dock the one of the selling features of this console are that and like there's been some hardware failure issues you can't tell what those hardware failure issues are but i've seen lots of like 20 minute long videos of people having hardware failure issues that I'm just sitting there going, these aren't repeats. I haven't seen these before. What the hell is going on? Like, this is a bad console launch. Yeah. And it's launching yeah. half-baked. Like, the, the eShop sucks. Oh, yeah, I remember we were going through the eShop. And even then, trying to get signed into your account was yeah! like a fucking hassle, too. Like, oh. No, I, I was conducting some Something Wicked Studios unplugged business or setting something up for that over the weekend, and I was at a game store talking to people, and the owner of the game store was like, hey, did you get your Switch online? I'm like, yeah. He's like, how did you do that? I'm like, you brute force it through the eShop. You can force it to downloading the update through the eShop, and that fixes the Wi-Fi enough that you can connect it then. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's... But again, like it's it's fine as it's it's best as a handheld kind of the the part I find crazy is in handheld mode it fixes some of the Zelda frame rate issues because it downscales the 720p as opposed to trying to upscale the 900. Like I, at one point I thought the dock had some like extra processing in it or something. No, that thing is basically an adapter that takes your Switch into TV mode. Congratulations, Nintendo! You invented the fucking Game Gear. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was actually I was having a conversation with my coworkers today because they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, we heard you did the Wii U. Like, how do you like it? Is it worth it?" And I was the telling them, like, yeah. honestly, right now the Switch. Sorry, yeah, the uh, the Switch. And I was like, honestly, right now, dude, no. Like, unless you want to play Zelda with your son, no. Like, it's not and even then, you can't do that because like dumb stuff like parental controls are system wide, not account wide, and then you can't even transfer that account off the switch ever if you buy a second one or something. Yeah. So maybe Nintendo, it's you coming up. right now. Yeah, uh, it's and I, I'm sick of having people say like, well, they could fix this in the future. Don't fucking launch something that the solution for everything was they might fix this in the future. Yeah. Like, if the PS4 launched without PSN, we'd have rioted in the streets! Yeah. 
But it's Nintendo, and no one ever wants to criticize Nintendo about that. Nintendo. It's yeah, and I'll get out there and criticize them this time around. Like they fucking deserve it this time around. I own one of these things, and like it's me shaking my head, going, "Yeah, I own this thing now. Great." No, they absolutely fucking deserve it. So I'm gonna just say this again, Reggie, you're fucking up. Call us. Hit us up on email. So is this the part of the podcast at from where Alex calls out a uh, celebrity and demands something? Every week I'm going to be doing that. So what's Reggie? So, Reggie, call us. Yeah. We'll help you. We we at Something Wicked Studios are more than happy to assist you with, uh, with fixing this problem. I'm very good at PR. People like me. Charlie's very good at being Charlie. We and have Jeff will do what he does from. I'll be you. the ambassador yeah. of the undead. <laughs> yeah, he'll be our undead ambassador, so you won't have any zombies knocking down your door. But uh, hey, Jeff, how do the undead feel about the switch? How do they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? It's hanging out right here with us. Oh, it's dead on. Re- it's dead on release. <laughs> yep. <D-O-A>. So, <laughs> but seriously, Reggie, we got awesome cats at gmail.com. Talk to us. Uh. Yeah, well, so that brings us to our news topic of this week, and, and I'm not sorry, not news topic, our main topic, and I, I I had this weird moment today when I realized that I got delivered both um, Wildlands and Near Automata yesterday and had the moment where I looked at them and said, I'm not going to have time to fucking play those until, like, next month. Sucks to be you, <laughs> games, and then realized we haven't had one we haven't had two we haven't had three we've had like what seven major releases in the span of a month and like oh yeah amongst those major releases one of them was a console coming out like we have not gotten a break all fucking week all fucking month and it this is ridiculous like we got horizon we got we have Mass Effect coming up at the end of the month. We got Zelda. We got the Switch. Persona we got Nier. Resident we got Evil Persona 7. Five coming. Hmm? Yeah. Resident Evil we got 7. Resident Evil Seven. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's... For Honor. Did you already mention For Honor? We got For Honor. There's so many. I'm forgetting games that came out. <laughs> I get. I run a YouTube channel, and therefore I have a unique situation where, like, I have to play all of these to have opinions about them. But like. My recording schedule aside, what the fuck video game release schedulers? Like, did no one look at the schedule and go like, hey, um, maybe Horizon and the Switch shouldn't come out in the same week? I'm assuming Sony looked at when's the Switch releasing? All right, what do we got? Right? No, no, and if that's the case, fucking yeah, Nintendo, or fucking yeah, Sony, I like that balls-out approach. We're like, yeah, you got an open-world game? So do we, fuckers! Come at us! Supposedly Sony made, like, a Twitter post that was like, congratulations, Nintendo, hope the release goes great, glad to see you're doing well. And it was completely yeah. heartfelt and whatnot, but, I mean, obviously it's like, this was a carefully put. Carefully planned Twitter response to harbor goodwill to the Sony, you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah. We also released an open world game this week. Ours has mechs. What does yours have, Nintendo? Yeah. I kind of would like, I would appreciate that level of shit posting. Like, if Sony was out there basically being like, 
We are aware the Switch comes out this week, so we're releasing Horizon Zero Dawn to fuck with that release. I'd be like, okay, obviously an evil move, but I respect that. That is a power move. I respect that level of yeah. petty. Hey, Charlie, you gotta split your time between Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda? Nah, I like Horizon Zero Dawn more. Yeah, you do. It's got mechs and bows and future and graphics. Mm-hmm. Zelda looks fine. It's got a cool art style, but I like Horizon more. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Nah, so you guys have gotten to sift this one out, but like from the outside looking in, have what is what has this release schedule looked like? I mean, you say outside looking in, but I'm here playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and actually my roommate wound up purchasing Nier. So I'm or and Final Fantasy came out recently, which is something for me that's going to that be. That came a out in November. That's not recently. Anymore. Yeah, that's going to be a huge time sink when I finally get back to it. Um. <laughs> And RE7 came out, and I are plowed through that as well. So, like, I've been in the thick of playing new games, too. Um, So I'm not really on the outside of this one. It's just been, like, a barrage of, like, oh, shit, I need to get through this game as fast as I can so I get on to the next one. Like, I actively told my roommate, like, we need to get through Horizon Zero Dawn so or, mm-hmm. and near so that... I have time to play Persona, I can play 5. Persona 5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Persona 5's just sitting there basically being like amateurs. <laughs> amateurs! Yep. You think you wrecked people's social lives? I'm a hundred fucking hours long. You can't even hang. I'm the 2016 of video game releases. <laughs> I'm here to kill you. Pretty much. And I actually yeah. was thinking about this earlier, like, remember when we were talking about, like, predictions for, I think, 2017 or whatever, and you're like, what yeah. What do you anticipate? I'm like, this is going to be the year for Jeff when it comes to game releases. And that was literally, like, pretty much verbatim what I said, and I'm going to say it now. I was fucking right. Yeah, it's been a pretty good year so far. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Like that, it really has. That's yeah, the worst like, part. Really... Like the like, and none of them have sucked. Like it's it'd be one thing if we it was like if Resident Evil came out and we're like, oh man, this Resident Evil sucks. Like okay, whatever. But no, it's been like Resident Evil Seven is good. Horizon Zero Zon's pretty good. For Honor's pretty good. Near is weird <laughs> as shit, but pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. That Zelda game also pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so many of them are open world games where you like you have to commit to them because they change. Mm-hmm. And you've got my dumb ass being like, I'm going to play all Mass Effect. That won't totally fuck me. <laughs> oh no, after the Mass Effect stream, I'm like, I'm going to relax down and play some Horizon Zero Dawn because that Mass Effect was stressful. But. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna unwind with some Zelda Breath of the Wild, you know, play some video games to unwind from all that video game playing I've been doing lately. Right. Yeah, some games are more stressful than found others. Out a... I Especially when I used to play League of Legends. I know what it's like to unwind and play a video game that's not the not what you're primarily playing. I I I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of glad I found the um the the Joy Con dock version of 
the Joy-Cons mildly unplayable, because I'm like, well, I have an excuse not to try out Zelda for a couple days until my Pro Controller shows up. Did it, did it, did it, Horizon! <laughs> I, I, I was thankful not to be able to play something, or not wanting to play something, because it was like, uh, I'm like, I... I don't like I don't use death metaphors lightly, but like it has been I felt like I've been drowning trying to keep up with everything where it's like ah, ah none of these are short either. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a little difficult to bang out uh Resident Zero Dong in one sitting. That said, I keep uh what's it called? I keep doing fucking side quests every chance I get. Today I literally stumbled I, I, I gained a side quest, went, huh, I guess I'll go check that out. Took two steps and stumbled into the criteria to finish another side quest I actively had going. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, that 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 happens all the time. In that game, like it's the we had two potential game of the year contenders launch in the same week. It's like, what is up all of a sudden? Like this used to be the garbage time period for releases, right? Maybe it's the uh, Jaws reinventing the release schedule kind of deal. I guess, but I don't know. It's It feels like someone fucked up a release schedule where it's like, what do you mean we have all these games coming out in February? <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's when Horizon Zero, not Horizon, when um, a Ghost and Nier showed up yesterday, uh, so for this recording, I'm looking at them going like, oh... Right, those are coming out, or those came out. Fuck. No. Why? Which means Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out soon, followed by Persona. Why do all the games I love take, like, 20 hours to play? Well... Other than Resident Evil 7, most good stories take a while. Yeah, but like the yeah, average true. is like 10 hours, not 20. Mm. Fair. Yeah, it's it's just been crazy. There's lots of good games out there. They're like, regardless of who you are, there's probably something out there right now that appeals to you. And we're just naming the games we personally care about. Like, there's other stuff out there, like Just Dance for the Switch. And 1-2 Switch, the greatest Nintendo game oh. ever made. How many mini games Fucking... is that net you? Six? 20-something? 20-something, after they so... unlocked. But we were unclear about how to do that initially. Yeah, so all you have to do is play the game and it unlocks them. But the crazy shit, like, that's a full-cost game. Like, that was fifty nine ninety nine, wasn't it? I think it was 40 but still, it was not, like... 20 was the correct price for that game. Yeah, that game is not a fucking full title game that should be selling at that level. Like, no. It's crazy. It's a bunch of fucking minigames. So. so, looking at just a uh, short list of games that came out literally this February, uh, you missed um, Neo. Oh, I that's right, Neo! I forgot about Neo. I played Neo. It's fine. I just didn't have time to commit to it. I think I said on the podcast, like, hey, Neo's pretty good. I'm not going to finish this because, like, For Honor comes out next week. <laughs> <Ugh>. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's too much. Too much. I, too I, much. I almost feel like there's a burnout coming, like, with so many good games. Like, there needs to be some sort of dead period. Like, do we have anything yeah. coming up soon? Like, like well, the only the, thing I can think of soon right now is um the, the was it, Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5 remixes or whatever? Um... I'm seeing that I think it's like that. two point or two point eight remix came out in January. Sure. Final chapter prologue. Yeah. I don't know. I've never. Well, there's supposed to be a one point five two point five, which is supposed to be all six games leading up to the final version of the Kingdom Hearts franchise. I really want them to just release three already. <laughs> well, I won't be out till the end of this year. Yeah. But three doesn't exist. <laughs> They're just going to keep re-releasing the older games until people forget about it. So they're, they're taking the playbook from Valve? Uh, no, no. Valve, never re-released Valve doesn't think the number three exists. <laughs> uh. And there's still more games coming. Like, we aren't, we're not even at E3. Like, PAX is this weekend as of recording this. Like, there will be shit announced then. We're not even talking about indie titles. Like... Dear God, why? Why would you front-load a year like this? Like, I get spitting all of this stuff out in June, because then you have the entire summer to wade through this all, but, like, there's shit coming out in the summer now, too. And we're lucky we have selective taste. Like, imagine trying to cover everything that's come out. Yeah, I'm complaining about a YouTuber issue at that point, but, like, this is insane. Well, I like it. Yep. <laughs> I I'm not complaining too much. I just want to comment on the fact that this is like, why? What what did we do, pagan gods? Huh? They're finally like, it's one or maybe it's just one of those like you have established culture, you have anti culture, kind of like grunge is the response to like hair metal and like the '80s excess and like, um, and you have like. Video games have gotten ragged on for the last couple of years because, as a medium, they were just getting shittier. Like, yeah. we have been through a, like, if there's ever going to be textbooks written about video games, they're going to talk about, like, what is it, the early 2000s as a dark period where things were just the fucking same and bland and dull. The Call of Duty era. Yeah. The Call uh, of Duty Assassin's prefer- Creed franchise era. I, I would prefer to call it the era of Superman 64, but... No, 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 this is a recent that's thing. That's, that's a different that's problem. The, that's the Polygon era. I can also think of plenty of games <laughs> from the N64 era that were good, including ones not on the N64. Whereas, like, the last couple mm. of years, like, the PS3, Xbox 360 era, little barren. Not, or, a lot of things are made that are not exactly devoid. the same. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Mostly looking at you, Call of Duty series. And 2017 has Call been the like, era, yeah, yeah. Mostly 2017. Uh, 2017 has been this like resurgence of like original ideas are resurging or like new twists on the same concept as opposed to just a continuation of the same concept. Like, yeah, it's no, almost it's like this point, is the, the sinusoidal thing. A... Or I was saying this is okay. So, but no, you go. Not to your point, like the. 
the guys that made Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Guerrilla Games, I think that's them. Yep, it's them. They were talking mm-hmm. in an interview. They were talking about how they're like, yeah, we've typically always made the Killzone games and stuff like that. But like when someone, like one of our art directors proposed this game, we picked it because it was the most risky. Like it was the least like what we'd done previously, and that was cool. Like remember, I said I wanted them to start taking risks again. Mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn for that studio is a risk when you're kind of the guys that make grittier Halo in some ways. Mm. Horizon Zero Dawn's me sit like me as a consumer sitting there going, "These are the Killzone guys. It's pretty like Killzone, but fuck, this is different." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's. Anyone got, anyone got anything else intelligent to say on this topic, or nah? Um, I think we've kind of beaten it as far as we can with this. I mean, I think we all kind of feel... Like, as much as we love this, like, wave of, like, new... I guess I, I, I would just call it new renaissance, where they have just the these... gaming renaissance. 2017, Something Week Studios state, are stamped gaming renaissance. I love it. Yeah, the new gaming renaissance with yeah. just all these original titles and tons of good shit consistently. I think it's. I'd rather drown in games than die of thirst. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, I like. I think there needs to be just kind of a small break period in between, like now and you know whatever. And that's the thing, though. Like this is what we've gotten up to March. E three is like what three months away. Yeah. Like. And I know one of the people on this podcast doesn't care about it, but, like, mm-hmm. Destiny 2 comes out this year. Yeah. That's a big deal for a bunch of people. Two of three people on this podcast are like, Destiny 2, you say? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and I'm hyped about Kingdom Hearts, and I've got, I, I get the chance to play all, all through the originals up leading up to the new one soon, and then the last one comes out at the end of this year... What else do we have coming out this year? I mean, let's just think about it. What, what else do we have? Isn't we there might a, get a Borderlands a, 3. Yeah, a new expansion for Final Fantasy 15. Or not 15, but the, the, the MMO one. Was it Fantasy, Final Fantasy 14, Reborn or something like that? Yeah, 14. They're supposed to get a new expansion or something, I've heard. Um, yeah, it's that Samurai Secret World. shit, yeah. Secret World is getting a revamp. Did you yeah, hear about that, Yeah, it's getting Charlie? relaunched, which is crazy. Yeah. They're getting a fucking relaunch. You should like, take credit for that. Single-handedly, Silver Wing Studios drags a long-forgotten MMO from the depths back into limelight. So, relaunch uh, announced. You joke, but anyone I know who still plays an MMO or like is talking about picking one up, I'm like, you you should check out the Secret World. I've never heard of it. Yeah, you should check it the fuck out. It's it's real yeah. good for an MMO. It's yeah, real cool. It, it is. It is the replacement to my. Matrix Online, which was destroyed by Sony Online Entertainment. They by the way, for the record, record with MMOs and handling them, they do. <laughs> there was a there was a time when people said that SOE was where MMOs went to die. They stopped saying that. They should. Yeah. No, well, they they don't exist <laughs> oh, yeah. anymore. Now they're Daybreak Studios, yeah. or yeah. So now SOE slash Daybreak Studios from a Matrix Online player to you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so. Dead by Daybreak. Mm-hmm. Dead by Daybreak. Ooh, that's a good one. So, yeah. 
Um, Holy what else? shit, Red like, Dead Redemption 2 comes out this year. That's right! Red Dead Redemption Son of 2! A bitch! <laughs> What's the, the guy... only reason I'm considering getting an Xbox One is because my girlfriend loves that game series, so she she's super excited about it. As we it all comes out be. for the PS4, you know that, right? Huh? It's coming out for the PS4, you know that, right? I thought it was on the it was on the Xbox One. No. PS4. Really? Yeah. I'm looking oh, at the Wikipedia right well, now. PS4, Xbox One. Maybe well, PC better... even. Uh the uh, what That's you might be confused by is you can you can play backwards compatibility Red Dead Redemption on the Xbox One and it ran better on the Xbox 360 significantly than it did on PS3, but no that game's totally coming to the PS4. Okay, well then I'll have to let her know because I still have the PS4 here. Yep. So, I'll just buy a second controller because, yeah. Is that game multiplayer? No, but I just want to get a second one so I can actually hook it up to my PC. Oh, fair. I want to get one of the pro ones or whatever they call them. Isn't there like a pro version of the PS4 controller or some shit? Um, I got my scuff. No, there's no pro version of the PS4 controller. Okay. Well, yeah. I feel like we've so, beaten this to death, though, appropriately. Like, holy shit games. Yes. Shite of the holy. Well, shall we move... Uh, should we move on to our... F- we shall. Should we move on to our final segment, then, gentlemen? Sure. Yeah. Do we, our mail, which I'm kind of very excited to hear about. Yeah, this has been another one of the weeks yes, where Charlie I, informs us there has been good mail, and I refuse to let Alex hear it beforehand. Yeah, so yep. I checked the tab, and yet again, there's nothing written in the fucking fan mail tab. So I have to wait here until I hear about Excellent it. Excellent work, Charlie. Uh, so but before you can get your uh, rewards, Alex, uh, if they wanted to contact the Wicked Awesome cast, how do you contact us? First, you need some pigeons. Um, if Yeah, so you need pigeons, four uh, pieces of lint, and a small scroll... And you kill the pigeons with the scrolls and then hire a raven from Game of Thrones. Only then can you reach us. Otherwise, you can send an electronic message at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Specifically, Reggie at Nintendo, you need to get your ass on that. And we would like Reggie to give us free tickets to E3 and one plane trip from Logan International to LAX. Now that we're, this is just the demands podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Special guest, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, I haven't yeah. owned a Nintendo console in almost a decade, I, but I'm here on Nintendo, so yeah. I own a Wii, a DS, and an N64. <laughs> and Fair I bought enough. the Wii this year. Or maybe last year, because we're really close to January. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure that's what they want. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Yes, that's how you get a hold of us. And if you send email in, it may wind up in the podcast like this. Dear Wicked Awesome Cast, Alex, this needs to stop. How many times have you tried contacting me? How many times has my assistant told you to stop calling and email and asking for tickets? More times than I can remember. Now you have the audacity to call it in your silly podcast? How dare you? Mr. Smith. (laughs) You never thought I, Kevin fucking Smith, (laughs) 
would listen to your meager video game insight, did you? I demand an fuck? apology, or there will be a fight. A fight to the death! You have seven days to respond, or we will meet in a field for open Beyblade battle! Sorry, I mispronounced it. For open bay bill blade to bill blade combat. My bad. Sorry about that. Totally, Kevin Smith. You have seven days to reply. Or else, Sincerely, like, a girl with a ring uh, comes out of your TV, I guess. <laughs> Sincerely on, pissed off Kevin Smith. <laughs> no way! Now, the real the Kevin Smith? Well, so seeing as it came from Kevin Smith, no T at the end, and it came from the real Kevin Smith, 6969XX at gmail.com, <laughs> it's obviously the real Kevin Smith, so. I love Kevin Smith, for the record. Very clearly, this is really from Doesn't Kevin Smith. I, I get, you gotta apologize to him. Like, you know that Bay <laughs> on Blade on Blade on I... Bay on Bay on Blade combat is done shirtless, right? I... I need yeah. to know what Bay Bill Blade to Bill Blade combat is. I really you do. Know, well, you don't know what Bay Blades are? Those little spinning wheel no, things? No, we're not talking about Bay no, Blade. No, I don't, we're talking about build on build on blade on bill on blade combat. I have no it idea what this Bay is. but Bill Blade. Well, obviously it's done in front know. of a waterfall. Um, <laughs> it is done shirtless. Um... Do I do I have to wear my Konohana ninja headband? Yes. And both players put their heads down on a table with their mouths open, and then you spin the Beyblades, and you try to not be the one who has to swallow one. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? We're inventing sports. Jeff, did you make a fake email address just to get me on this week's podcast? I did not. But someone else did. Are you did. the real Kevin Smith? <laughs> Are you the real Kevin Smith 6969XXX? I'm actually not. <laughs> a listener awful. actually wrote that. That said, one of our listeners went through the effort of taking Kevin Smith, what, X, X69? The real, oh, the Kevin, real Smith, Kevin Smith 6969XX. Exactly. Is this on Twitter or do they email us? It's a real Gmail account. Oh, fuck. That's not the real Kevin it's, Smith. No, clearly no. it is the real Kevin it's Smith. Obviously the real Kevin Smith. Oh, clearly. <laughs> Only Kevin Smith would have such specific an email. Yep. Have I called? I forgot when I called out Kevin Smith. Literally, podcast literally last week. <laughs> yeah. Last week? I thought it was two podcasts ago. I don't think. I could have sworn. Pretty sure it's last week. No, it wouldn't week. be two because I was in the Mountains 2 podcast ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was last <laughs> week you wanted uh, tickets to Jay and Silent Bob t- or their next project. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, this show. I stand by my word. This showed up in the inbox and I'm looking at it and I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> and then. Um, Drew from up north got super into Nikolai tracksuit in a comment on something. And again, I'm like, no fucking way. So it's been a good week base. of, yeah, it's been a good week for our listener and or viewer base. Where I'm like, okay, you guys fucking rock. I don't say that often enough, but thank you so much. Like, I'm like, this is, I'm like, I don't know what I'm reading. And this is amazing. <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy. 
That's actually pretty sweet. It's pretty fucking awesome. So, I think that about that being said, yeah. I do not apologize. Oh no! So, field of honor, got it. Well, now we're definitely not getting tickets to that screening. Oh, <laughs> uh, totally real if Kevin the Smith. The real, the real Kevin Smith hits clearly. Me up, then yes, clearly <laughs> the real Kevin Smith listens to us. Obviously, well, now, now yeah. you know that you're going to wind up walking through a field as the letter in in. Or explains, and then suddenly you're going to notice why is there a waterfall in the middle of the field with just a table <laughs> with Beyblades on it? And then next thing you know, it's yeah, just going to be I... mad biddies running up to you, and they're going to tear your shirt off. And you're going to be like, "Oh fuck!" And then Kevin Smith will be there with like a torn open in the center hockey jersey. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that that because I'm sure I run into waterfalls all the time in Southern California. Oh, you don't need to fear in the LA. waterfall. It's it's the it's field. The Kevin Smith. It's the field you need to avoid. Avoid the field. That's uh, where Moon U is. Real callback like, right there. drop you. <laughs> oh, I, I want like next podcast. You're you're, you're on the podcast. So From I'm like real Kevin Reggie. Smith ran up to me on the. <laughs> No, no. The real Reggie? <laughs> no, no. I want, like, next week it to be like, so Alex, like, so how was your week? Fucking Kevin Smith ran up to me on the street and suplexed me into a manhole cover and then ran off flipping me the bird. Fucking Kevin Smith. <laughs> These Kevin Smiths are getting too audacious. <laughs> if that happens, I'll be more than happy to report that in. <laughs> Dear Kevin Smith. You know what must be done. <laughs> As I said in the Mass Effect stream, we all see where this is going, right? Don't we? Oh, God. Caden's going to die because Caden fucking sucks. That's where it's going. <laughs> but yeah, I think that about so. does it for this week's podcast, unless you two have anything else you want to talk about before we get the hell out of here. Uh, I think I'm good. No. I'm good. I actually have to say I really enjoyed that little drop from uh, the real Kevin Smith, XX6969. The, the realist Kevin Smith. That was that I, was fucking amazing. That was. That's actually pretty I, fucking cool. I'm a lie. fan. That's why I read it. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I guess me and Alex have to do more Secret World stuff because that video did pretty well for our stuff and continues to it do did. okay. So look Look forward to more of that. Uh, Metal Gear will return. I now have the pictures I need to make the intro, so look forward to that. Um, uh, the streams, the stream archive for Mass Effect should be up on the YouTube by the time you're hearing this in all its glory. So there's that. You have missed Mass Effect 2 if you're hearing this now, possibly, but Mass Effect 3 is coming. Or you can catch the archives of it, which will also be up soonish, hopefully. Don't play all of Mass Effect in one weekend. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> That's not a weekend marathoning game. Yeah, no, it's anything you two want to announce? Uh, no, nothing at this time that I can think of. So Sure. I don't do anything. <laughs> Fair. Oh, actually, I, I take it back. Um, throughout the week, if I stream here and there, if you guys want to follow me, uh, Mave Online... On the uh, Twitch and YouTube's and Instagram and uh, pretty much all my social media, so I can get the auto hosting set up for Twitch at least. I should do that. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. What are you streaming yeah, primarily these days? Like Overwatch or something? Overwatch more than anything else. A lot of mainly competitive Overwatch. So. Nothing but the hardest core Stardew Valley. Exactly. Nah, cool. You want to get us out of here, Jeff? I do. Cue the metal. Yeah.